Hi. <laughs> Hello. How's Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you okay. hear me? Yes, I can. So, so where's where's Homeboy? I don't know. He <laughs> connected. <laughs> I think he might be having technical issues right now. Oh, um, okay. He, yeah. Yeah. So he I connected am. during the thing and uh, it was showing like his his avatar. And then as yeah. the intro kept going, now it's it still shows him in the oh oh here we go. Hold on. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, come on. Please God work. Hey. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> sir. We can hear you. I have to learn now moving forward in life. Can we just pick one, please? This is a brand new one. Hello. Hi. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sex Wars episode 11. I'm your host, LP the hypocrite. We've got, of course, my lovely co-host, Annika O'Brien, and we are joined today by a man who needs no introduction, a, a legend in the podcasting community, uh, suspected slut maker, and the author of a novel, the title, or a book, I should say, the title of which I'm- It's a nonfiction book. Right. Nonfiction, and I'm pretty sure the title is a federal hate crime in several countries, including my own, Mr. Dick Masterson, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, buddy? How you doing? No, good uh, intro. No need for an intro, but I love it anyway. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, we're happy to have you here. So uh, we got a lot to go through today. So let's just get right into it. Uh, World War Three is starting, as I'm sure you guys know. And there's been a certain meme going around regards to feminism. I have like one example here. I just thought I would start us off with a little something light to start the show. Yeah. So that's the uh, that's the feminists when you tell them they're gonna they're gonna have to go to war. Too late, bitches. Pick out some, uh, <laughs> pick out a little camo sweater for your therapy dogs because you're going to Tehran. Get the fuck out. Didn't we uh didn't we go ahead and push through the draft for women? I mean, didn't that actually go through less than a year ago? Yeah. I'm a little bit unclear. Yeah. I remember seeing that. Yeah. Was it official? It, I know it went through. I don't that remember seems, exactly. That seems why. like a really bad idea now that it might yeah, that, actually. <laughs> now, now, keep in mind, keep in mind, because I covered this uh, back in the day, um, women don't have to go the front line the same as men. Um, I believe uh, that they have other jobs, yeah. So there's an asterisk. You, you haven't gotten equality yet. I, I, th I saw the other day they did a study that like 16% of women who go on boats in the Navy have to get reassigned because of pregnancy. Yes, that's true. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. a special division. Special. <laughs> so they're doing, they're doing their, uh, their job, I guess. Well, Send them to the military and they'll procreate. As long as they stay off the front lines, because we don't want them there, and we don't want them to be on the drones because they can't play video games, and we don't want them giving or following orders. So, what other job is there left for do left for them to Dick, do? In the army. Dick, add me on Steam. Add me on Steam. Are you a gamer? Uh, I used to be. I'm an old lady now. Yeah, I'm a. I, um, no, I, I worked in the game industry for a while when I was much younger and I, yeah, I, I've logged over a thousand hours on Borderlands too. Uh, I play a game on Twitch where 
I keep it on mute. I keep the TV on mute. My girlfriend and I, and we'll we'll put on a a, a titty streamer, someone who's painting their body or whatever, just just chatting, and we'll yeah. guess what age they got molested at, and then we'll. <laughs> One of us will guess. We'll take turn guessing, and then we'll unmute it. The other one will say over or under. We'll unmute it, and you can tell every single time how off if you're wrong and how wrong you are. Uh, it's a very fun game, but that's my experience with women gamers. You know, speaking of titty streamers, that kind of brings us to the next uh, top story we had today. You guys might have seen this one trending. Uh, this Instagram model, quote, unquote, which is kind of a funny phrase, but this lady uh, who also has an OnlyFans, which basically I think makes her a cam whore, has raised, now the nude figure is $1 million to fight the Australian bushfires by selling her nude photos or giving them away, I should say, to people who like provide her with a, a receipt, a proof that they've donated to the charity. So what do we make of this? Can we harness the power of thoughtery for good and can these hoes find redemption? Do women by... even have bushes these days? Hey <laughs> Um anyway, Dick. Uh, <laughs> can these I always secretly wish that these uh, chicks would get together and do this for Iraq. Like one, only one of them saved all the koalas. If maybe two or three or fuck, thousands of them would get together and just go, we're not fucking anybody anymore until the troops are home from Iraq. Yeah. I think that Middle East quagmire would be solved yesterday. Yeah. Um, but they they just never do it. Yeah. So, uh, well, actually, a couple more did jump on this bandwagon after it became popular. I think this Riley Reed here, who I think is some kind of porn star or something, jumped on it the way this chick was trending. Um, I I have like mixed feelings about this. I mean, it's hard to knock somebody for raising money for charity, but at the same time, I don't want to encourage blatant thoughtery. And also like her, as the story says, her parents disowned her. Uh, she also lost her Instagram account because you're not allowed to promote selling uh -huh. porn on Instagram. So she lost her account with hundreds of thousands of followers. Um, so, I mean, I, I can't knock somebody who raised that kind of money for charity, but at the same time, like what if, if that was my daughter, See, I, would, I, hey, I couldn't approve LP, of those methods. Is, you know what I'm saying? This is why her dad should have been checking her hymen when she was 16. Yeah. Yeah. If, if <laughs> you she, remember the reference. <laughs> Yeah, no, obviously, if she was protected with that level of vigor, I don't think she'd be doing this now. You're not going to see T.I.'s daughter out here selling nudes. I like the idea that her parents disowned her. Uh, yeah. The implication being that this is a great loss for her. But I don't know. Something tells me maybe they weren't the best parents in the world to begin with. I don't know yeah. why I suspect that. But it seems like sour grapes. Like, well, we're... We're 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 disowning our daughter. Like, ah, she's uh, selling her cooch online for a couple bucks. Are you are you sure you're really in a position to disown her at this point, my man? Yeah. <laughs> so you've been getting some flack, as you might expect online, and so she she uh, defended herself in these tweets, saying, "I raised one million for Australia at the sake of my naked body being exposed on the internet to millions and millions of people." That's a scary feeling to be that vulnerable and exposed to the world. 
but I did it because I wanted to do something good. Now, this was in response to people accusing her that she was trying to promote her OnlyFans account. I don't know if you're familiar with OnlyFans, Dick, but oh, my yeah. understanding is that it's a, uh, a site where people sell nude and possibly pornographic materials. <laughs> Which again, I like. I like how LP pretends. I I can't say that that her motivation wasn't to save the koalas. I'm sure it probably was, but at the same time, she's obviously going to profit from this personally in the long run through the exposure. So, I mean, is is it just everybody wins, or should we be more cynical towards stuff like this? I like how how you pretend that you're not a uh, customer of that website you're like allegedly women sell nudes i don't even know what the i've never seen i don't it. even, I don't even know, know what i don't, the know. I don't know. Like. i've never even seen that i don't what know ashley of... madison what <laughs> ashley madison what kind of name is only fans it doesn't even tell you you know just call it like sounds like a sports book yeah exactly all right I'll be your anti thought. You don't like uh, you don't like the internet being polluted with with tits. It's well, my competition. So I've I've recently changed on this. Like I I uh, I was a very degenerate man for many years, Dick. Mm. But uh, now I've I've rejected that life <laughs> and I've embraced wholesome path. So my I, my uh, Twitter profile. Who took your balls from you? Why, why did that happen? <laughs> he, he's married to a 21-year-old adorable blonde with big titties. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I'm just saying. I've you seen her. She's that. adorable. Good and she got you. big old titties. And she's 21. And she's not a whore. And she's not a single mom. And, yeah. <laughs> Are you looking at some family? Yeah, I am. I already have a daughter from a previous relationship, but I want uh, to have more children, hopefully. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, she'll stick around this one and we'll we'll be a family together. That's the that's the goal. The dream. I, all right. So then I actually, I actually went the... with this. No thoughtery. Then we can't have we can't have any more girls turning into thoughts. I see. Right. Well, you know, I used to I used to get girls to write I hypocrite on themselves with marker and like put that in my YouTube videos. And a lot of people would give me flack for that, being like, this is degenerate. Why are you putting these whores in your video? And I was like, oh, you guys, come on. Like, these are just like, you know, these are like basically like lingerie photos or whatever. It's not porn. It's not that bad. Calm down. But uh, so my my Twitter profile used to say thought enabler but i've i've updated it now to say recovering thought enabler because i've realized the error of my ways i kind of took the opposite path i started out i was a late bloomer um i was far from a thought uh i was very anti-feminist for years and then just more recently i joined lp so i can talk about anal sex on live on youtube <laughs> Not yeah, my own name. Presidential candidate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. With the, oh yeah, that was the thing. John McAfee. I don't know if you saw LP, but John McAfee uh, made that his um, the, I guess his his phrase. His official the, platform. The, yeah, exactly. His official yeah. platform is anal sex, and we got him to discuss it just a few days before on on Sex Wars. So <laughs> anyway, Dick, how do you feel about anal? I don't prefer it. Um, um, I've I've of... not done it. I won't do it. I'm white. <laughs> Oh, you've not done it. I've I've met girls. It's not, like yeah. You. It's always no. 
because they say it and i was like well i wasn't i wasn't asking but it's good to know uh some girls just god they love it they can't get enough of it um I don't know. I don't know if I have an official position on it. It's usually a, a pain in the ass, right? Um, uh, uh, but um, I mean, I'm for it. I'm, for, I'm whatever you're excited about. <laughs> in the bedroom, I'm excited about it. That's my. That's my general rule. Dick, is it true that you're a slut maker? Oh, God, yeah, I'm responsible for a lot of bad decisions. Um, <laughs> the worse, the better. Where would we be without women making horrible decisions? Well, there you have it. Okay. Uh, this next one I wanted to look at. This I didn't think this was going to resonate with people the way it did. It was just a shit post for my Twitter and my Facebook account, but it racked up hundreds of retweets within the first day. It's at like 600 or 700 now and got thousands of comments on my Facebook page. Um, Did sorry, you plug some... your SoundCloud? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this blew up. Um, Facebook took it down, but I'll just give you guys the gist of the idea here, which is that this guy was dating a girl for a couple years and everything was going well. And then one night they got drunk together and she confessed to him that she, before they had started dating, had had a gangbang and that she loved it. Uh, and so he immediately dumped her. And that's basically it. But that's got a lot of a lot of people have a lot of different opinions on this strong opinions. A lot of people think that you shouldn't worry so much about what somebody did in the past that people change. Other people say once a whore, always a whore. I love this post. I saw this one. I love all your tweets. Um, <laughs> it's really, it's, uh, I don't know why it's so hard for women to not compulsively confess every sex act they've done in their lives. But uh, I don't know. A gangbang? That seems, that seems like a bit much. I, I hate to hold any, I hate to hold anybody's past against them, but I, I always just want to sit them down and say, why did, why did you say it? Like, don't you have, can't you call Miss Cleo or can't you go to a priest and confess this to him if you want to brag about it so bad? That's what they're for. Like your boyfriend is not your boyfriend is not your mom or your or your girlfriend for you to gossip about how many dicks you've taken and your and your uh, quest to fuck them all. Uh, if anything, I would say she's dumpable just because of that. She can't control that uh, compulsion to share her sexual history, but. I don't know. One dick, two dick, ten dicks. It's I don't want to hear about any of them. One is too many. So that's that's right. You don't want to hear about guys your girlfriend was banging before she was with you. And it, it does the fact that she brings it up does beg the question if maybe she's looking for permission to do it again or something like that. Like that's the, one of the only reasons I could think of to bring it up. So for for me personally, like, look, I wouldn't say that you have to, if your girlfriend confesses something from a previous life that you have to dump her or you're not a man or whatever. I wouldn't go that far, but you got to use your own on judgment, how she right? Like yeah. uh, one thing, guys depends need to not ask, if they're black ask questions. Not, you know. <laughs> guys need to not ask questions they don't want answers to. I've actually, I brought this up in the past. I had a guy once say, have you ever done this before? And I 
knowing he had been a virgin before we had dated. So knowing he that there was no chance that he had ever done anything explorative or explorative. I, uh, I, that's exactly what I said. I said, do you want me to answer that question? Um, that's, a, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty plain though. I think, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of guys, um, care a lot more than, than what they lead on now. Oh, Cause yeah. guys will say they don't care. And then you admit something and then later they bring it up. It goes in your head and it's, it, it, you know, you just, you can't unknow certain things once you know them. Yeah, I think it's, it I think it's the same for women too. I mean, certain things like, it'd be weird if a guy said, well, I did a gangbang with a bunch of friends. I don't think that's something I would, that's weird. <laughs> that's not something that I would, uh, that I think I'd be able to get over. You wouldn't get up being a, be able to get over a guy uh, settling in with a nice bukkake with his pals on a Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'd be thinking about it when he's holding our baby for our Pinterest photos. <laughs> what if he could bring it up on camera? Like, look, that that belly button, that's mine right there. You can see me. Um, I think this his, is his uh, dragon tattoo. Yeah, I think this is a young guy problem too. Uh, as you get older, I think your experience, your debaucherous experiences with the opposite sex will equalize or become become that of or greater than women like when you're 23 or 25 and a girl says she's been in a gangbang you think oh god i've only slept with two women and and one of them i was barely hard while i was doing it but you start getting 30 early 30s and they throw that one they throw that one out and you go oh yeah okay yeah, um, you know that's interesting because uh, one time I had I had two girls and it, like you can at least you can at least fire back at them. Uh, that's true. But, I mean, call me a hypocrite, but that still doesn't make it okay. Like I just I you know I I really hold men and women to different standards and say that it's like for a guy to go out and do wild shit doesn't doesn't change your view of them. The same way it does for a woman, you know, it's, it's like that old saying that it's like for a, for a guy to have sex is hard and for a woman to have sex is easy. Right. That's, that's why we look at it differently. Yeah. At the yeah, end of the day. Yeah. We, um, and I've heard, I mean, to go along with that, I've heard the whole, uh, when people have daughters and sons, when they have a son, they're concerned about his penis. When they have a daughter, they're concerned about all the penises. <laughs> so I don't know if you've ever heard that one, LP. <laughs> So you have a daughter, so. Well, I know that's, I always like, once you have a daughter too, you look at things through a different lens. Like that's when I was thinking about the uh, the Instagram model, they're selling your nudes. That's one of the things that goes through my mind is like, I can't knock on somebody for, for doing charity, but mm -hmm. I would never, if my daughter did that, I would be totally mortified. I would fucking want to die. Like, yeah. that's I think the worst. The nipple. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Right you speak. It'd be easier if you had video, Dick. I know. I, I can't get it working with this web interface. I was trying. Yeah, you're you're a professional speaker, so you're a lot of fun to have on the show, but you we can't see you. I know. I'm sorry about that. Uh I tried to load it in Explorer. Sometimes it works there, but it, it oh you know what? It works, it Chrome. works best in Chrome. Chrome, in but Chrome. it theoretically Chrome. it should work. In yeah. all the, I don't, the video should work, but I mean, it's fine. It is what it is. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. No worries. Uh, so I have another, a uh, little bit of a change of pace here from all the uh, degenerate shit. A study came out recently uh, where researchers had suggested that in order to get 
more women into STEM classes, they should make the classes easier. I have strong thoughts on this. <laughs> As a female roboticist, someone who's been in mostly STEM fields throughout my, my career, my adult life, I don't think it should be easier. I think there are women who are naturally gifted at STEM fields like mathematicians, uh, the biology field has a, has a lot of, sorry, I'm eating m &Ms, has a lot of women in it. Um, it shouldn't be easier. I think fewer women should go into STEM. I don't think we need 50%. I mean, there's some fields where women are really good, like AI. AI is one of the ones and social robotics is a, is a natural field for a lot of women. Um, mathematics could be a natural field for a lot of women. Nursing, maybe. Um, I really don't like this idea of getting more women into STEM fields than what already want to be in it. And they're already naturally gifted at it. If you have to have an engineering class tailored to your gender, that's, that's fucked up. Like you're not, you're not any good. How are they going to make Just, it easier? What's the plan? Like, well, exactly. How do you make math easier? How do you make science easier? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. they just one plus one. Okay. Today we're doing it again. Now you got it. We're doing it again. Um, I found this really interesting study that's kind of related to this. Uh, Annika, you might, you might've seen this one. It was, it was an analysis of bias for and against women in STEM. So re, so studies that found there to be uh, bias against women in STEM had a sample size that we had a, had a mean of 200, uh, of uh, 200. So very small, uh, studies that showed a bias for women, which was a, uh, you know, women, women get extra attention, women get more help, a bias uh, in their favor, had sample sizes of 2,000. Uh, contrary, across the board, contrary-wise, the citations of these same studies were the inverse. So studies that had smaller samples and found a bias against women had 10 times the amount of citations. It was either, no, either 10 or 100 times the number of citations that studies finding a bias in favor of women with a larger sample size, which would be, you know, I mean, objectively a, a more thorough study across, uh, on a large scale uh, were cited either 10% or 1% of the time. I forget what it was, but basically meaning that all of this is, all of it is bullshit. All of it's bullshit. There's no, there's no problem at all. It's the, the field bends over backwards for women as we're seeing here. They're going to start color coding math to make it easier for women. I don't know what they're going to do. Yes. Yeah, so, well, so just to explain this study in a little bit more depth, essentially, uh, so uh, other studies have found that women have higher attrition rates, meaning that like if they fail at something, they're way more likely to give up than a man who might keep trying. Right. And so they found that the, the STEM courses, the math and science courses had harsher grading policies than some of the other courses, like, you know, feminist basket weaving oh. or whatever, which is, it's kind of retarded because obviously there's going to be a little more wiggle room for how you're going to grade somebody in drama than how you're going to grade them at engineering, obviously, right? Like you kind of, when it comes to math, you're kind of either right or wrong. There's not a whole lot of room for interpretation, but uh, this is how we get collapsed feminist bridges. Is, is stuff like this. Yeah, you guys, yeah, you remember that dick, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So w this is the reason I am vehemently opposed to this, is there are a lot of really good women who can do really good work in these fields. 
And when this happens, it's the same thing that happens to minority doctors. People assume, uh-oh, did he drop? Uh, he's gone. Uh, he's back. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. He's gone. He's gone again. <laughs> Why is my making my point? Oh, hold on. Um, I can hear you. Uh, there, okay. it is. there I am. There I am. Okay. So, Dick, the reason this bothers me, it's the same the same issue that a lot of minorities have with um, the the uh, pumping up their scores, is that when people see you in these these jobs, they immediately think you're a diversity hire. They don't. And so that's what you were saying about women being um, the bias against women. Yeah. So it, it's kind of like there's a backlash. So we let girls get in with lower test scores and then people are going to be meaner to them because they know they got in with lower test scores and they don't know which woman was given the class because she's a female and which woman actually deserves to be there. And that's the problem. Competent women don't like these sort of things. Yeah, I think you're right about that. And additionally, they will fail out more. I know exactly what happens to minorities. They'll get in. People hate, resent them because they they uh, rightfully think they are a quota hire. Uh, that particular one might not be, but um, we'll encounter also, them. Also, LP, uh, grammar Nazi, which I have to agree with in the chat. Attrition means, means to come back, like matriculation. Um, oh, did I use the wrong no, word? No, 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 it's fine. I, no, no, no. It's I, you. I legitimately you said the right word, that but you said it the opposite. Meant. Attrition I, I, means I, recurring more. Yeah, I thought back. it meant quitting. I legitimately no, it means, yeah, had the wrong that's definition. Fine. I just that. wanted to clarify that <laughs> well, so the comment you. section doesn't go crazy. I just thought that from uh, Call of Duty, though. The word yeah. attrition mode. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's And it's, it's sad for the ones who get hit with it, too, because they get hit with the well, the same the same thing. Look at the Me Too movement. Look at the number of women who are actually sexually assaulted and don't go make a public platform about it. And then you get these women who used their cooch to get ahead in Hollywood and are claiming that they were sexually assaulted when in reality they tit for tatted. Um, and then so then what happens is people find out that these women were not actually sexually assaulted. And then it makes every sexual assault victim that comes forward look like she's just trying to get attention or money or whatever it is. Yeah. So it's like, there's always that backlash whenever somebody gets a, a hand, uh, I guess a boost. So I'm sorry. Yeah. Some chick in the comments right now is trying to do the Facebook couch auction meme on me, bitch. I invented that meme. Do you guys, you guys probably don't know about this cause you're not really doing the, so there's a, there's a thing on Facebook where when somebody is live streaming, you get a whole group of people to raid the stream and everybody pretends that they think it's a couch auction and keeps asking questions about the couch and bidding on the couch. Um, it's kind of a dead meme to be honest. I used to raid pearl parties. Are you familiar with what a pearl party is? is Women like will sell. Beads? Uh, they will sell like jewelry. That's yeah. really shitty, crappy jewelry. <laughs> well, it's a, it's like a clam and they open it. You buy the clam, you auction on you. They auction it off, you buy it and then they crack it open and they show you what pearl and then they put it in a shitty piece of jewelry and mail gotcha. it to you. Some chicks will pay a couple of hundred dollars and they get almost nothing. It's, it's garbage. Um, so I used to raid those with my friends, but they know now they block immediately. The same thing. There was, a. <laughs> There was a one about knitting. So I would get my friends and because we all female faces, we would go in there and raid them. And it was a lot of fun. They got so quick at blocking though. As soon as you at, you would ask exactly what you just did about the couch, you would go in and say, um, ask them about something in the background and they immediately block you and somebody else does something, they immediately block. So 
It's probably all your fault, LP. You probably you probably tipped him a lot. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, so Pearl necklace. Okay, <laughs> this brings us to kind of one of the main stories I wanted to look at tonight, which uh, is the Ryan Upchurch scandal. I don't know if you guys are fans of Hick Hop. Hick Hop? <laughs> hick Hop. Hick. Yeah. Do you like the Hick Hop? I like it. A cop, a cop from that's, that's a hop. Hick? No, hop. Like it's like hip hop, but country. Oh, hip. Right? And, I've and seen white. that. Yeah, where they merge. They merge. Yeah. I thought, okay. Yeah, yeah they, okay. I've, I've seen that. It's It's gay. Yeah, so there's this guy named Ryan Upchurch. He's got, as you can see, almost 2 million YouTube subscribers. And I guess he's like a music producer. Uh, and there's this girl he was partnered with. Her name is Katie Noel. And I guess they like did a collab and then they started dating. And then one day, Katie Noel posted like a Me Too post she said that he was like groping her in her sleep and people like lashed out at her people criticized her a lot for the post so she took it down but he uploaded this video like kind of explaining things from his side of the story as you can see that video's got a million views i'm not going to play it but it's just him explaining that like she was his girlfriend. She came over. He fell asleep. He like threw her arm, his arm on her titty or whatever. And then she freaked out and and went and, and tried to like me to so, him basically. Yeah. So it's a, a YouTube celebrity reached out to another YouTuber. They met in person. He sort of sexually assaulted her. And that's kind of, huh? Why didn't she just date him? Is that sexual assault? Well, I don't so know. They, the same thing happened to me. I just dated the guy. They had been yeah. dating for two months before this happened, though, which I think is kind of an important part of the context, right? So she uploaded in response to his video, her own video, which is an hour long. It's 56 oh, yeah. minutes. Long. It's like professionally produced. Uh, and it got like 30,000 dislikes. And so she turned off the uh, the likes and she turned off the comments, as you can see, because she was just getting like absolutely roasted by everybody. Um, I, yeah, I'm not assault worthy tits. Is that her? That yeah, that's her. Well, okay. And she also another part of the story. She's oh 19 and he's 29. Okay. So you've got the horrible collision of guys who are extremely jealous, like the same guys who put uh, Weinstein in jail. And then chicks who don't understand that, look, if you're laying in a bed with a guy, there might be some boob grabbing. Like that is, it, yeah, we've got, you've got to give us that. There's got to be, some, <laughs> there's got to be some kind of agreement that if you're lying in bed at night, you might brush against an erection. There might be the brush of a tit. This is like, we need a sign like OSHA. The, the first three rows get wet, but your t if you were lying in this bed with me, your tit might get grabbed. That's totally acceptable. 
Yeah, definitely. This, and so uh, this dude again, next to her again. is like her friend, and he just sits there through the hour-long video. He doesn't say anything. It's really <laughs> the weird. Other, the other thing is, even if he did <laughs> grab her tit, isn't that – I mean, I put that in the category of flirting if they're already laying in bed together. Yeah. Right? I put that in the category of flirting. Just say no. Just say, just say don't do that again. Okay, just well, the, the reason – You don't have to yeah. move to him. And get out I of mean, bed. I've had, what are you doing? That too. That too. I've had guys that have like, you know, guy friends that you realize, oh, he likes me as more, as more than just a friend. You just shut him down. You don't have to like go public with it. You're That's so stupid. <laughs> I, oh my God. The number of guys I could have me too in my life. Like the, I'm just thinking the number of guys that have been forward a little too forward and you just shut it down. You're saying, no, thanks. God damn. Sorry. It's just, Right. Well, the reason um, I didn't go into it too much is because there. this is the video that I wanted to watch, at least some of it. It's only five minutes long, but it's the leaked breakup call oh. of her breaking up with him, which is always good fun. And uh, so they kind of argue about what happened. So we'll get it from their perspective here. Okay, so... I just sent you that all the time message. I went downstairs, contemplated on what to do, didn't know what to do, cried with my best friend. Because of what you did, did you not just read my message? Let, let me just pause for a second. I don't know why it's the phone is aimed directly at his crotch like that. But it's a little bit off-putting, not going to lie. But um, can you guys hear it okay? I know it's not the greatest audio quality. So he's screaming. Well, yeah, exactly. He's really It sounds really like angry. he's the one over the phone and that she's – I can actually hear her better. Yeah, I think – they the so he, this is uploaded to his channel but i think it's another kind of thing where they recorded it her and like her best friend sidekick dude and uh he got a hold of it somehow and uploaded it and, and so yeah i like Aman amanda lockwood's comment oh hold on this is the the couch auction chick which one yeah 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 uh I 
don't care what you've done. I don't care. So, okay, so let's get this straight. So you're really gonna do this because I was fucking half asleep when my girlfriend was in my bed for the first time. And, and let me guess, I was touching you over your clothes. Is that what it was? You're not just touching me, Ryan. You're like grabbing me, like squeezing me. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> I ask you to stop. Like, I pushed you off and continue to do it. And I pushed you off me again and had to sit up and tell you, we're not doing this. So I have to walk downstairs. Yeah, you were awake because you said, nigga. You said, you said to me, you looked at me, you said, nigga, what the fuck is wrong? Oh, wow. And I went downstairs. Oh, oh, really? I did? That sounds like someone has to sleep, says. Ryan, you being happy. All right, I'll pause there. I, I'm not sure if we so they were dating to the rest of it, but no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, they, what? So they were actually dating, dating. They weren't just collaborating. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So if he, I, I watched like his 12 minute video, and I, I skimmed through her hour long video, and like, yeah, they had told each other that they were in love. He had like remodeled her his house for her, which was like. <laughs> Her proof that she wasn't chasing him or whatever. She was like, don't act like this was one way. You wouldn't have put in hardwood floors for me if you weren't feeling it too. <laughs> so they were dating for like two months. And then this, and like they live in like, I guess it was like kind of long distance. Like they live in different towns. So she came to visit him and spend the night after not seeing him for three weeks. She fell asleep in his bed. He fell asleep. And then he was like grabbing her titty or whatever. And then she, that that's it, it basically. Melted down. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it sounded to me like, I mean, that, that's so absurd. They were dating. They so now you can, that's, that's so absurd. Yeah. Well, you can't grab your girlfriend's titty. What kind of, kind of world but, are we living in? What a bitch. Can she get sued for that? He's a famous up and coming hip hop YouTube star. And she's <laughs> talking about grabbing and squeezing titties at night. That's bullshit. Fuck her. Yeah. I mean, I think he's more established in his career than she is. Right. So she's like the up and comer who's kind of like launching her career. Oh, and I, I forgot about this, but somebody said it in the chat. She was in a relationship with a woman before they hooked up and he had a girlfriend so he dumped his girlfriend and she dumped her girlfriend oh wow so why didn't they, they just have a foursome yeah yeah three three women one dude that sounds about right that sounds like a fucking nightmare <laughs> wow yeah so i i don't really know what else to say about that um he's angry which is something that you kind of pick up on when you listen yeah. to the call yeah the way uh, he's yeah, but rightfully I so. I mean, well, quite a, if you think about it today, any girl can say anything and we don't have due process in, in maybe in the court of law, but we don't have due process in public. So whatever she says, people are going to jump on that like it's real, whether it is or not. That's the thing. Remember, remember, that's how, a good um, point, actually. remember how uh, what was his name? Oh, God. Oh, my God drawing a blank atheist guy when i joked in in the live stream oh, that yeah, silverman yeah that yeah. i was yeah silverman that i was gonna me to him but he had been me too before and i was clearly joking 
It was clearly being sarcastic. You know, when you and put it that way, the fuck out. Like he flipped out sense. on me yeah. and like he almost left the hangout and we were laughing and joking. Nobody thought he ever sexually harassed me. Yeah. Cause, cause I was kind of thinking like, this guy's really angry Nick for does. somebody Dick does all getting, the time. Dick Masterson. God damn. He, he I better block that guy you. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I probably did it too. Dick, we brought you on. Are you going to bring in Chris Hansen now? <laughs> Dick, um, have a seat. <laughs> I need to lay down for the amount that Chris Hansen has on me. Um, it, it, I don't know what it is, but it's definitely prejudice, but whenever I hear that tone in a guy's voice, like if I hear a man screaming like that, I believe him. I don't care what's like. I, <laughs> I have screamed That's like, like that. that, and I have heard men scream like that, and it is that is just pure innocence, my man. Like I just want to go, come here, man. Chicken, come here, come here, come here. Yeah. I'll give you a big so, hug. Oh, I know. Speaking I of innocence, Dick, uh, do you know about um, Kale Hartman? No. Who's okay, uh, he was at UCB. You and I actually met at Birds before. It was uneventful for both of us. I think we just, we were introduced super quick. Neither of us, we didn't even have a conversation. But Kale Hartman was there. What was wrong with me? No, it's fine. No, no, no. I was a blonde up until like two days ago. So I, uh, LP didn't even notice I'd gone red. Um, anyway, this was years ago. Um, and it's not a big deal, but Kale Hartman, I can send you some information about him if you're on Twitter. He got me too'd by a girl and it was a pretty effed up situation. I was one of the few people who sided with him, but he also had some pretty compelling evidence that they had an uh, abusive relationship together. And, um, I guess they were into some rough stuff and she took pictures of what had happened to her body. And of course, people that aren't into BDSM or anything rough are going to side with her. Um, and of course it helped launch her comedy career. She got invited. Um, I think, uh, Patton Oswalt actually sided with her, which sure. didn't help Kale at all. But anyway, he's through UCB. That's you a, know what? I remember the story that you're talking yeah. about. This was yeah. a long time ago, like right yeah. when, right when me too just started. Right. Uh, I think it might've been right before the, it, yeah, somewhere around there. It was either at the beginning or right before. I mean, it's like, but, it um, is like a Ponzi scheme. Like all, all the chicks who got in early got huge benefits and all the ones that are getting yep. in now are just getting trapped. Um, the part that also bothers me is people keep saying, well, if she's not getting any money or anything like that, you get social credit by being a victim. A lot of people don't realize that. Like I see YouTubers do it all the time where somebody comes at them a little bit, like at 10% and they blow it up. Like, like they were assaulted and it's like, dude, come on. They just said some shitty to you get the fuck over it. But it's that victimhood, the, those points that you get. And these women know that people are going to feel sorry for them and they might not give them money, but they're going to have doors open for them because people feel sorry for them. So yeah, I think one of the worst parts about it for me is the guys who just lie about the true nature of relationships. Like the, with these young women, it's it's largely young women and young men who don't have a lot of experience uh, will listen to these outlandish stories of, oh, he just we were lying in bed and he grabbed my titty. And you think, yeah, you know, that's that's how it goes. And people who've never been in that situation. Will go, Oh, what you mean? Well, what do you mean? You hadn't seen him in three weeks and he just grabbed your boob or. Oh, you you threw a, you raised your hands at him, and you have bruises on your arms. But then, if you've ever been in his, and if you've ever been in a shitty relationship, you just say, "Yeah, that's that's how shitty relationships go. People right, tempers fly, uh, things get thrown. Someone attacks someone else on accident. Someone defends themselves a little too hard. Like that's everyone uh, come out of your 
everyone come out of your uh, Funko Pop shrines and start living life with the rest of us. And you'll see that this is pretty much fucking normal that a third of the country is beating the other half of the country. And it's non-gender specific. Um, so, you know. Yeah. Okay, do you have anything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't really have anything. Uh, I was going to mention at the end of that video, we didn't watch the end of the breakup video there, but at the very end, he says like, you're breaking my heart, Katie. And she, <laughs> la she laughs in response. And everybody who commented thought that was like a really poignant moment. Yeah. So you, you guys man. convinced me. I was kind of like, I wasn't sure if he was justified being that angry. Cause it's like, He's, when, when you're a bit drill, older, when you're, you're the, supposed to get used to like that. Okay. Do you remember you know, the, the video that we showed a while blow. back? Um, LP, the video that we showed with the p penguin that was fighting for his woman and his baby penguins. Yeah. yeah, And he sure. was That's, getting his eyes beat uh, like bloody. Sure. He was right. That's How that shrill. That shrill, shrill sound. That was a man that came from his soul. <laughs> yeah, right. That, but that's I'm saying like that's when you're a young man, when you're like pre twenty five. But once you you've been be around the block a few times, you shouldn't you, be getting accused it's of not, shit. It's of not 30. surprising anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? And I also think yeah. guys need to learn before they're thirty, like that's how what to I'm how to read a woman. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah. you kind of turned me around on it when you mentioned like the whole you know, her calling him out on social media. Yeah. I do feel like that actually does justify the higher level of anger. Uh, we, we got a super chat here from Jason Stevens. He says, judge me all you want, haha, but I listened to Upchurch and have followed this drama. E is an honest, truthful guy, and this chick yeah. tried to play him and save face. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? I, that's pretty much what I've seen from everybody. You know what you do when a guy Nobody seems to you? be on her side. If you, this was a planned career move, it 100% backfired on her. The other thing, the other thing is when somebody commits a crime against you or offends you, you go to your therapist or the police. You go seek professional help. I have had people harass me, maybe not sexually assault me, but I've been harassed before. I don't go to Twitter. I, you know, you have to go through legal means if, if you're serious about this shit. These women that didn't, this is my view, and I know people are going to be mad at me. If you didn't report it then, you can't report it now. And I don't mean taking to Twitter, to Facebook, shut the fuck up about it. Unless a guy, maybe if you were underage, I understand if you were like 16 and you were confused or you were really young and a bunch of women come forward, shut the fuck up about it. Just shut up about it. This whole, like, unless, oh, okay, publicly, I mean, if you're going to join in on a class action suit, do that. Go the legal route. Say, you know what? He did this to me as well. You don't need to take to Twitter. Deal with the shit. If these guys are really committing crimes, actual crimes, then they need to go to jail. If a guy actually raped you, he needs to go to jail. I understand a lot of victims don't come forward, and I understand there's a hundred reasons why. And I don't expect all victims to come forward. So it can ruin your fucking life. I understand it. I've talked to enough actual rape victims to understand why a lot of them don't come forward. My problem is when they don't come forward and years later, there's a Me Too hashtag and they decide to jump on that. Okay, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> yeah, I, I generally agree. I, I think that one thing I've said, if people actually want to like reduce rape and increase conviction rapes, what they should do is they should teach young people, women especially, assertiveness training and also some courses on how to handle 
victimized. Like say, like here's what you do if you get a you go go to the cops, blah blah blah. Don't shower because they need all the evidence. Blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? But nobody like teaches you. Nobody prepares you for that. So when it happens, you're just like a deer caught in the headlights, right? That. But if you had some assertiveness training, like just practice of saying no, stop. You know what I mean? For some people. I think that could actually make the difference. I know it's not like a silver bullet solution, but I'm just looking at practical things you could do. There's also a lot of wishy-washiness in sex where guys think that they're being told that they can continue and they're not. And the girl freezes up, especially with younger people. And a girl needs to let a guy know that no means no. Like this whole shit where she just freezes up, lets it happen, and later says it was rape. The number of guys who have been accused of rape and had no idea that the girl didn't want it. That's actually what happens in that that 13 Reasons Why show. I don't know if you watched that Netflix show, but I think there's a lot of um, like there's also this gigantic gray area where there is it isn't a no, but there is a put in more work first. Like I'm going to need a little more something for the effort. Okay, I'm glad I'm glad you said that because yes. that actually ties into uh, what is sort of my roasty take of the week, but it's not uh, from a woman this time. But it's exactly yeah. what you were saying here. I wanted to show this tweet from this guy. Uh, he says the conversation on consent is really messed up. Here's a tip: be charming, witty, and a suitable partner. Then you don't need consent anymore. <laughs> it's all about persuasion. And a no doesn't always mean no. It can mean not now or get to know me a bit more or more wine. Yeah. I mean, sex for women has all kinds of different implications than it does for men. Like, how, where is it going? Who's he going to tell? Like, this guy, I want to fuck this guy. I know he's going to tell his friend, and I don't want that. So fuck you, no. Uh, it's just, it's, it's not as simple as, oh, yes, I am now ready to engage in intercourse with you. It has a very complex economy that men uh, don't understand and women are very dishonest about. So the, the entire conversation is a, is a giant quagmire. Look at this that guy. guy got quite, he got Look quite at ratioed. Look at the ratio on this tweet. 8.4 thousand <laughs> replies. Yeah. I mean, look I at mean, the guy. I bet I I bet oh, yeah, that's that's a man who doesn't need him. consent if I've ever seen one. <laughs> that is charming as fuck. Look at what is his name? Yogi what? Um yeah yeah, I had I had left a comment to him. This is actually kind of an old one. Um Yogi I guess abs. Yeah, I was sitting on Yeah, this go one. look. Um yeah, it's it's funny. I, a look, couple of guys had pointed out that he um that they couldn't believe that he would post something like that those words over his face like his own face like it almost it almost looks like something you do to troll somebody like someone would take your photo lp and post something no doesn't always mean no just to get people mad at you it was such an <laughs> obvious fucked up thing to say yeah it's a bit baity what do you what do you think of this straight men understand consent when they go to a gay bar yep well, I mean, this goes back to what I was just saying about assertiveness. You know what I mean? If a man grabs my ass, I'm going to make it so fucking clear to that dude that he is not to do that. You know what I mean? So, and, I, and, and guys understand that when you're clear, when you're assertive and you say, 
hey pal do you do you want you want to see how your teeth yeah. would look on the fucking floor touch my ass again and find out you know every everybody will gather around a girl who does that in public i've i've done that a couple of times where i've elbowed a guy really really hard um who's touched me like somebody i wasn't even having a conversation with i had a friend who was walking by with a bunch of shots in her hands and a guy stuck his hand up her skirt and touched her crotch uh, and she later went back and punched the shit out of him and told security afterwards she's tiny too she's little bitty she probably weighs about a buck ten but um she she let him know that she wasn't going to spill her drinks <laughs> but she let him know that it wasn't acceptable and then she called security on him the same thing if you go to nightclubs everyone says oh at nightclubs people get sexually harassed i used to go to the avalon i'm sure you know where that is dick right because yeah, you lived in LA. I'd go to the Avalon. If you've ever been to the Avalon, if a guy comes up to you and your friends, female friends, and starts grinding his dick on your knee or something, he's out of there. These clubs do not allow men to sexually assault them. If you go up to a security and say, this guy keeps getting too close to me, he's trying to kiss me on the neck, he's out. Like They do not allow you to have second chances. They don't get their $40 back at the door either. Like they, they're out. So yeah, I would say women, women need to go out with their friends too, because if you are too scared, this is another thing. Even this goes to the rape thing. They say a lot of rape victims, they might not understand at the time because they're traumatized. They're under duress. Call a friend, tell your friend, have your friend come over and have your friend prevent you from washing the evidence down the, down the drain. Um, I think that's, Ooh. that's how much practical but uh, oh yeah no no amanda we are not no 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 it says weird it's almost like you were never alone and raped and tried to say no but we'd overpowered um yeah i do know that women women are physically women are physically inferior to men by strength that's not no i'm not saying women don't get overpowered um but if you're in public you need to you need to cause a scene um, and yes, if, if you were raped, you need to, if you can't call the police, if you're in shock, let this be a, a PSA for a woman out there, call a friend, have your friend come over. They'll be able to tell right away what happened to you. Don't feed so. this troll bitch. I shouldn't have clicked okay. on her. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I wanted to address thing. that though. That same shit happened to me, uh, at you were raped Oktoberfest. I was making out with this girl <laughs> and all of a sudden she just starts biting, like biting my uh, mouth, biting my lip re really, pa really painfully hard. So I pulled back um, with a look like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? This is uh, checking my checking to see if my lip was still there. And she immediately left. I never I, and I didn't know what happened. Uh, it turned out she was getting fingered by one of the guys beside us who she she thought it was me. And Whoa. took it out on me. That was her way of saying no. But I was like, "Oh yeah, man. Uh, thanks a lot for that. Thanks for the, thanks for the assist." So uh, yeah, that's a smooth move for the incels out there. Just yeah. find two people that are making out, <laughs> short skirts, and just you know, no, don't do that. Don't do that. This is not legal advice. Uh, so uh, we're almost ready to wrap things up. I did want to touch really briefly uh, Harvey Weinstein's or Steen's or whatever. His trial started today. Um, I don't I don't have a lot to say about it other than that it'll be interesting to see what comes out in this because, you know, like you were saying, you get hung in the court of public opinion. There's no recourse. There's no defense. But 
it's different when you actually have your day in court. You know, I was thinking when I, they're talking about this on the radio a lot on my drive to work this morning. And I was thinking about the Gian Gomeshi case. You guys remember that? No. Okay. Well, this was, it was more of a Canadian story, but uh, this, so this Gian Gomeshi guy, this was like before the Me Too. It was kind of like the prototype for the Me Too movement. This guy was like a Canadian quasi-celebrity. He was in this band, Moxie Fruvis, and he was like a radio personality. And three different women accused him of uh, being like really abusive in, in like BDSM relationships. Like he would get these women into BDSM relationships and according to them, like abuse them, choke them and all this shit without their consent. Uh, and so he, he, yeah, so he was hung in the court of public opinion. Uh, you know, everybody, it was like the, the idea that this guy was guilty, just like it is with Weinstein was considered black and white, like a closed case, you know, it wasn't even mm. debatable. And then in his trial, the, the stuff that came out was shocking. Like all of the messages from these women, like begging him, fucking begging him to come back to them. You know what I mean? And he was yeah. like, that's, no. That's what happened he, with Mattress Girl. But nobody remembers the follow-up. She yeah. was, she, she preferred anal and she was begging. It was a German foreign exchange student that she uh, me too'd. And she was walking through the, you guys remember who Mattress Girl is, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah, the exact same thing. She was begging him saying, in the ass, but like even after they had sex and he said she was just crazy and he wanted nothing to do with her. And then she me tooed him. Yeah, so I don't know if- Weinstein Where there's smoke, there's fire. Evidence. That's what everybody- Okay, now I will, think. Say, I will say for Weinstein, there was a lady um, who thought things might go weird. So she recorded the entire audio exchange and i yeah, heard that, that tape yeah that was believable um i will say well, he, he just sounded like a simp in that though basically yeah. like he was just like begging her please come in please come oh you know wasn't it basically He's, yeah and he asked if he could just like jerk off mirrors oh did he i don't remember that there was something like that that i might be getting that mixed up with i me. mean that's still not it rape but it's gross yeah it was embarrassing this is the thing that actually also matters he was using his his position to put her in a sure. in a compromising no i do understand that now people back then said something about why would you go up to a guy's hotel room well that's um, what i, I was just gonna say no, no, you no, no, what no, you're doing me... when you go to the hotel come that's on not that's not true that's actually oh, come very, on. <laughs> that's actually very common dick may may know this as well in hollywood and i know in my current industry the finance industry um it's not uncommon when someone's in town to go up to their hotel room to talk privately, especially somebody oh, is it might common in pedo wood to do that. No, no, no. So this <laughs> no LP. When I mean, he did that, they trying to bang? is that do what now? Is it common because they're all trying to get something? No, 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 no. Just to have a private conversation where there's not people listening, and especially if you're talking yeah. about because the paparazzi because there's other people overhearing so it's not uncommon Annika, do you believe yes. this because men have invited you to their hotel rooms and you just didn't understand what they were trying to do i've never had a guy take me up to his hotel room to fuck me when it was supposed to be business can i add one other detail he had his assistant female assistant there as well women when we see another woman 
we let down our guard. We're like, oh, okay. It's, oh, he doesn't want to get me alone in the hotel room. He yeah, has somebody else there. She cool. was helping very much like the, the uh, what's it, Giselle Maxwell, the, yeah. the Epstein. Uh, so don't get girls, me started on Epstein. Girls would open, girls would open up thinking, oh, okay, well, he his assistant's going to be there. It's not a big deal. But the assistant would actually bring girls. She was grooming. Well, I don't, I don't think it was grooming. Um, uh, Maxwell was grooming, but she um, she was definitely getting girls to trust her and say, hey, he wants to see you up in his room. And the girls was like, yeah, sure. They probably also, honestly, I think that they probably figured he's just some really ugly old producer. He's probably not going to try anything. He's married to a gorge supermodel. Well, you know what? The time for speculating is over. It's all going to come out yeah. in the trial now. We'll okay. we'll see what happens. We it's time to wrap up the show. Dick's been very generous with his time. I told him we'd only keep him for an hour. Uh, Dick, has it been what? more than an hour? That flew by, you guys. Thank you so Thank much. You. I'm sorry my camera didn't work. Um, if um, I need yeah, to come on well, in the future, yeah, we'd love to have you on again sometime. Um, do you have Do you have any projects you'd like to plug? We know uh, I've put the links in the description to your uh, website. Is it the Dick Show? Yeah, uh, the Dick whatever it is, I put the I put the correct URL there. Uh, the Dick Show.com. Do not go to Dick Show.com. It's a different kind of. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure I do have things to promote. I'm just thinking of inviting Annika and my assistant up to a hotel room. I've kind of got lost in that. <laughs> um, Dick Show. Yeah, I, I you know I set up that Patreon. All we could talk about that some other time. That's a that's an entirely different mess. Uh, that's an entirely different kind of fucking that's happening uh, large scale. Across. Oh yeah, your project yeah. two thing. Right, yeah. that's actually interesting. Yeah, yeah. We we'll yeah. have to have that's you on again. Yeah. Um, but Another I would love to have you guys come into my show too. Uh, Annika, if you're still in LA, by all means, come into the yeah. studio. My, yeah, my friend, uh, Dick Tater, are you familiar? Yes, of course. Yes, I'm, I've known that guy since 2006. Oh, so he and I are, yeah, he and I, I'm not going to say his real name on here, but yeah, he and I are super besties. He told me a long time ago, he wanted to get me on your show. This was a couple of years ago. And I just, I was like, eh, I was kind of over YouTube at that point. Anyway, another thing you can do is if you're on Twitter, we can drop your Twitter name down below. I did that too. I did do that. And then you can tweet out the thing. Well, he's Dick's banned from Twitter, but I put his friend's account uh, thank you. in the description. Not his assistant. His his yeah, assistant. His... <laughs> okay. yeah, that's my assistant. She's yeah. a lovely woman. Uh, <laughs> come up to the room. You can meet her. Uh, we can talk about robotics. I got a 3D printer right now. I'm printing out some, some goofy shit. I, I, I have one in the other room. So I, uh, that got quiet. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, we like to uh, wrap it up uh, here on Sex Wars with a daily stoicism. I have my, my stoicism for January 7th prepared. Let's just get right into it. Uh, this one comes to us from Epitectus. It says, the proper work of the mind is the exercise of choice, refusal, yearning, repulsion, preparation, purpose, and assent. What then can pollute and clog the mind's proper functioning? Nothing but its own corrupt decisions. Dick's asleep. Right. That, that made me want to drink. Was it supposed to do that? 
there's there's no wrong answers, but I think that's a corrupt decision, though. Oh, I think that's, we may yeah. we may switch to a daily Taoism at some point. I've got 27 tenets of Taoism that we could go over. They make more sense. Don't give up on the stoicisms yet, people. There's <laughs> the, you have me. to meditate on it. You have to meditate on it for it to all make sense. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Thanks to Dick Masterson. You can find his links in the description. We're going to call the show there and catch you all on the flip side. Goodbye.